Hi everybody, welcome to Shifting Lives. I'm your host, Zanele Globo. Shifting Lives is the epicenter of self-growth and development for you who desire to live an abundant life of purpose as you walk into your divinity while navigating life on earth. It is a home for motivation, encouragement, and spiritual growth. A safe place for vulnerability as well as celebrations. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to all my returning listeners. Listen, you guys are amazing. I love you so much and thank you for coming back. Thank you, thank you. To my new listeners, listen guys, just be part of the family, okay? You are now in the crew, you are now in the shifting community and I appreciate you and I love you for tuning in and I hope that today's episode is going to bless you so much that you will come back for next week's episode and thus becoming a family. All right, so let's head on to today's episode or this week's episode. And this week's episode is a bit tricky. It's going to be a little bit different to what you normally know me for, but I'm still going to be vulnerable, guys. And that is just me because this is how I know how to relate with me and everybody else. So today's Today's episode is about my holy struggle, okay? <laughs> yes, okay. I know that most of you guys, when you think of holy struggle, when you think of things that in the faith community most of us struggle with, the first thing that will probably pop into your mind is sexual sin. Okay, <laughs> no, I'm not talking about that today. No, guys. For me, that part of the train has long long past me like I failed that test so long ago that you know what (laughs) I thank God for marriage because I am having holy sex right now and I just don't want to get messed up in anything else (laughs) okay unfortunately I'm not gonna be talking about that today that is not my struggle not anymore so what I'll be talking about this week on a serious note one of my holy struggles is (laughs) All right, so don't laugh at me, guys. Okay, we said we're being, you know, we are being vulnerable in this place and we'll be able to celebrate our achievements beyond the vulnerability. Okay, so when you hear my struggles, I know somebody out there is going to be relating with me, and that's okay. And that is why I'm doing this podcast because I know that otherwise. There is somebody out there <laughs> other than myself who is struggling in this. And so I just want you to let I just want to let you know that you're not alone. Okay. Um yeah, too. And we're in this together. All right. So anyway, my holy struggle, guys, is morning devotion. <laughs> like listen, I'm trying. Lord knows I am trying. I am trying so bad. And to make it worse, ne? I once had a pastor speak on the scripture. I can't remember when, where it was, but it was like years ago. In Psalms um, 63 verse 1a, where it says, Oh Lord, you are my Lord. Early will I seek you. Okay. Now, I don't know about you, but for me, early is like morning early. And the minute I heard that, and the way the pastor actually interpreted the early, it felt right there. It fell right into the morning. And I was like, Lord, I don't think I'll ever be able to match up into this community. I don't think I'll ever be Christian enough for this kind of lifestyle because I struggle with mornings. I literally struggle with mornings. So if this is a part of me that is my weakness, it's either you deal with it or you accept me as I am. (laughs) 
or change it, whichever way is going to work for you. But I know my weaknesses and I'm alert to them and I just feel like I don't measure up. And the more I heard of the scripture and the more I connected with faith families and faith community, I realized that a lot of people are actually in that. A lot of people are able to give their mornings to that devotion. They are able to wake up at 4, 5 a.m. You know, you have the 5 a.m. club book, you know, and those type of things. And I wonder, like, the success only come in that time you know I'm, I'm okay I understand that people some people are morning people I'm a late nighter okay some people are morning people and for them it probably works but my problem is when now I get to feel and this is this is me doing this to myself okay nobody's forcing me to wake up in the morning and have a morning devotion but this is how I think because if majority of people in my faith community are doing this then intentionally or in my mind I assume this is what needs to be done in order to be a good Christian, in order to be, you know, a growing Christian, in order for you to show up in the Christian community as a powerful Christian, a follower of Christ, faithful, holy, and anointed. And that's what I thought. And then it was a struggle. And then I tried. And then I failed. And then I tried. And then I failed. And I tried. And I still failed. And the more I felt, the more miserable I got. The more I felt like it's just not going to work for me. It's just not, it's not who I am. I'm I'm struggling. And I don't know, for most people, they say, no, it's just, you know, just let God work it out for you. Let God work it out for you. He'll work it in you until you can do it. And I get that. And I understand that. But in the meantime that I'm not able to do it, I feel like I am losing. I feel like I'm not good enough. I feel, and this is a feeling. This is a human feeling that in most cases, makes a lot of us backslide because if there's this one simple task this one simple routine this one simple ritual that i cannot get right that is part of the family of faith then how much more what can i do what about the things that lie ahead what about the fasting what like guys it's it's just it's one of those things that I really felt like because I can't do this thing. I can't wake up at 4 a.m. and just give my day and my time to the Lord like every other Christian can. Then maybe I'm just not good enough for God. Or maybe God is not good enough for me. Or I'm too messed up to actually be able to do anything right. I don't know. But that's how I felt. And bit by bit, it ate me inside. It ate me in such a way that my walk with God, it had to be shake it had to be shaky to the point that he knew that if he hadn't if he does not show up in me in every other way then i'll probably don't believe that i'm not meant to walk in the light that he has called me to and i think god god knew that and that is why over the years i although it took me some time but i finally realized that god speaks to me differently okay god speaks to me when i'm driving he speaks to me um when i'm in between patients he will just tell me to say something to a patient and then I'll just suddenly start asking questions that I have no business with in terms of my line of work, but that make the patient actually feel 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 comforted. And you know, God speaks to me when I'm about to go to bed. <laughs> I think that's his favorite time because he knows I'm a late nighter. So every time I grab myself to get into bed and or the minute I'm actually in bed and ready to sleep, then he'll start depositing and downloading things into my spirit. And I have to wake up and I have to write it down and I have to research it and I have to, you know, Bible read it and I have to 
ask a lot of questions and most of the time some of the things that he downloads to me as I go to bed are some of the answers to questions that I had over the during the day um things that I was probably meditating on during the day or a scripture that I came across during the day as I read in between my day and I noticed now that that is how he communicates with me. That is how he's trying to get me to align to the way that he has called me to. In understanding my personality and the character that he has invested in me, he is using that for himself to penetrate through me. While I am busy focusing on what other people are able to do and how they are doing it, I've missed how God is doing it with me. And that is why I want you to not be like me and not miss the way God communicates with you because you are trying to have him communicate to you or with you in the same way that he communicates with someone else. And it was such a shocker for me because when I felt that I couldn't do morning devotions the way that everybody else does, um, it didn't mean I did not meditate on the word of God whenever I get a chance and to be honest I recently had a book lended to me by a colleague and this book really shifted my whole understanding and perspective of how God is working in my life specifically and the book title is um, The Shack by William P. Young for me what I got from that book it's such an amazing book and there's a movie on that as well so you can either watch the movie or read the book but I like to keep my imagination on the roll so I prefer to read things than to see it because sometimes the visual aspect does not always want to colorate with what the imagination will imagination is but anyway so I read this book and I couldn't keep it down I read it and what I got from it more than anything was that God is after a relationship more than my morning devotion more than my habits more than my rituals more than my performance he is after a relationship and that's what he's always been after from the beginning all he ever wanted was a relationship all that he ever wants is a relationship with men and and that shifted a lot in me. And I realized that the kind of relationship that God is after is not one that is limited to time, but guiding availability to him. And come to think of it, God exists outside of time. So why do I have to set a time for me to invite God into my life? I can easily open my, my eyes on my bed and say, Lord, thank you. Thank you for being awake with me. Thank you for waking me up. Thank you for having, having me see a day. And as I wake up and I step down from this bed what do you have in store for me what are we going to do today what are your plans for my life today what are your plans for me at work who do I touch who do I you know who are you leading me to today because the minute I open my eyes and my subconscious my consciousness is alert the first thing I need to be alerted is the partner I'm with the person that is in me the person that has given me the opportunity to see this day and that's how I get to invite God and the rest of the day in terms of how everything else works out when I get time to read his word when I get time to 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 ask questions and all of those things that goes with how my day goes because honestly I don't believe that we all have the same routine every single day I don't believe that especially for working women, moms, wives, business people. There are some mornings where you just, the only thing you are able to do is take a quick shower, brush your teeth, have not even breakfast, probably a cup of coffee, and you are rushing to something else. Now, if you are going to be thinking that because I did not have five or 10 minutes of my morning with God, then it means God is not in my day. You can have God in your day while you're rushing and juggling things together. And for me, I feel like this is how we are in relation with him because he can pause you at any 
moment and say, listen, take a break, breathe. This is what's going to happen today. And you are able to respond to that. And that is that is the nice thing about God's relationship is that we are available with to him at any time of the morning, at any time of the day, at any time of the evening. And that was for me a catcher. And in that book, he takes and he says, people are making these rules and rituals that boss them up into giving them power to control their day. And that's not what God is here for. That's not why God is in our lives for. God is in our lives to be in relation with us, to supply us our every need, to give us the weapons that we need to face each and every day. And we set ourselves into limitations and time and spaces and ways and doing all of these things just so we can feel in control of our faith. So for me, it was a shifter. And from that day on, I said like, God, I know my weaknesses. And I think every single day you alert me, you search me and you know me and you reveal my anxieties to me. You reveal my weaknesses to me and I know them. And I just need you to work through me in the best way that you can so that These weaknesses don't become hindrances. They don't make me condemn myself. They don't make me feel like I don't, like I'm not doing it well, like I'm not Christian enough, like you're not loving me enough, like I'm not following you enough. Those weaknesses should not make me feel any less of a Christian than I am a daughter to you. That was just me because I recognize the struggle I've placed myself over the years, trying to be in this faith community that expects and and, and dictates on how things need to be done just so you can can fill in the fit in the spectrum of being a holy christian now i'm not saying there's anything wrong with people who are able to do uh, morning devotions like please hear me very well there is nothing wrong with morning devotions there is nothing wrong with setting up the first minute of your day to seek god and his direction for the day and that is definitely what we all need to do it just makes us those of us who are still crawling in the faith those of us who are still establishing our relationship with god those of us who are still trying to figure out what my strength and my weaknesses is what God is able to use through me or how God works in me it makes us feel like we're just not good enough we are not getting this Christian thing good we are not getting this Christian thing right so why do I even bother to be in such a family when I clearly see I don't fit in so if you're able to do that I applaud you and you are one of the people that inspires us to seek more from God and ways that we would um, build a relationship with God. But don't impose those habits to everyone else in the faith community. God created us differently. He created us with different characters and personalities. And only God knows how to infiltrate us until we are the very, very version of things or person that he has called us to be. Only God is able, as my relationship with God, grows as I mature in the faith as I learn more of God and how he speaks to me and how he directs me and I discern the voice of the Holy Spirit as I grow in that God will shift me into positions where I am able now to say listen this is my time with God because this is what he has revealed to me to do this is how I'm going to spend my time with him every day every morning and it's because now it has come to my attention in his revelation of me and we both understand each other in our relationship and that was just all my point i don't have a problem with people who do morning devotion it has just hurt over the years it has just made me feel like i don't fit to the point where i feel like my faith is just not going anyway it's not growing and i neglected the parts of my faith where god was actually working because i felt like this was a fact that needed to be done as long as you're a christian it was not about the relationship then now for me it's about a relationship with god and in relationships i have learned that you take time to 
learn each other. How do I love you? How do I trust you? How do I follow you? How do I hear you? How do I respond to you? And that's what relationship is for me. And that is what I'm seeking from God. And that is why I call this a holy struggle because for me, it has been a struggle and a half. But I'm so glad that I've reached a point where now I understand where me and God are. And I am willing and ready to allow him to work through my weaknesses and through my strengths until he's able to push me to the exact direction that he wants me to. One day I'll probably come back here and podcast about how I spend my mornings with God. That would be a growth for me. That would be something that I know God has led me into because I've recognized that I couldn't on my own. But now I am letting him direct me. I am letting him push me into that. I'm letting him speak me into that. I'm letting him reveal this to me. So in his time and in the growth of our relationship together, there are things that are being done in the faith community that I'll always also be able to do. So if you're not going to take anything else out of this episode, at least take this few things. God is after a relationship with you, not a habit or a ritual. A relationship where he has access to you and you to him. A totally honest and faithful relationship that matures with time and capacity. That in time as you grow in the knowledge of who God is, you are able to expand in your capacity to be able to do the things that he tells you to do to be obedient to him god knows your weaknesses and when given the opportunity he will perfect all that oh my god i love this he will perfect all that concerns you all of it he will perfect you he will perfect your morning time he will perfect your midday time he will perfect your evening time he will perfect your snack time he will perfect everything because he is god and he knows why he's called you he knows why he's after a relationship with you and the kind of relationship he wants with you he knows it cannot be compared with somebody else's it will not have the same activities with somebody else's you can line it up with other people when you want to but when he calls you at his time for his purpose it is just you and him just you and him and i want to leave you with the scripture in the very same psalm 63 verse 6 it says when i remember you on my bed i meditate on you in the night watches now whether it's morning this night anything in between that is how you move with god but if david can seek him in the morning and meditate with him in the night surely there is no time that limits where and how we can seek God. I hope that my struggle with morning devotion connects with you and that you understand you are not alone. That you understand more than anything God is after a relationship with you. God is after your heart. He's not after what you can do. He's not after the performance that you make in order to make you feel better in your faith. But he's after the weaknesses that you are unable to do this on your own. And watch how he perfects it. Watch how he pulls you out of it. Watch how he walks with you and tells you exactly what to do because he's God like that he's our daddy he's our lover he's our friend he is the most powerful person that can lead you into your destiny and you don't want to miss that because you are concentrating on what other people are directing you to do in order to live out your faith thank you so much for listening guys I love you till next time bye That's all I had for you for today. Thank you so much for listening. Do connect with me. I've put my link on all my social pages on the description of this podcast. Do rate the podcast, rate my episode, and I would really love to hear from you. Send me an email. Give me a shout. Let's connect. Bye.